Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Before we go any further, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stay up to date with all that's happening in the Tan and J-Man Show Nation, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J-Man Show. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, so stay tuned. You're looking live at the Tan and J-Man Show on this beautiful March night. It is March. March is here. That makes me so happy because Illinois is actually good this year for the first time in forever, it feels like. But you are watching the Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network app as well as their Facebook and Twitter page. Thanks for tuning in. How you doing tonight, Tito? Doing good. Like you said, it's good a deal. decent day out. It's a little chillier than it has been, but the temperatures are warming up. Snow's, Snow's melting. melting. Jinx. You owe me a you can't, I owe you something. You can't talk the rest of the show. I, I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> I was going to say, go for it. Take take the wheel. But uh, it's March, like you said. It's exciting. We got March Madness. got NFL uh, mock drafts coming out. Yes, I'll sir. be releasing my 1.0 out of hopefully three. Um, we got NFL free agency coming up soon. A lot to be excited for. Feels a lot better than we were. Well, a year ago at this time, I guess we weren't say, feeling bad yet, but we were going yet. to here in about a week. About a week, yeah. So, so uh, It's crazy, isn't it? It's so nice that we have a tournament to look forward to. It was just ripped out from under us last year, really without warning. It felt yeah, like no, too, it was. It was. Uh, uh, the conference tournaments were ripped out without yeah. warning. And, and then you knew the NCAA tournament wasn't far behind. So Yeah, it, uh, it's, it's going to be different. We were talking about this earlier. It's going to be a different tournament than ever. I mean, of course, all the rounds are in, are in mm-hmm. Indiana, Indiana, I should say, not just Indianapolis. But there's still going to be very limited fans, so you're not going to get that energy sure. like you normally would from an up uh three seat trying to knock off a 14 seat or whatever it may be but right still at least we're getting a tournament this year yes and i'm excited for it yes so as you excited. should be it's uh it's getting that time of the year you know i said this last week i love watching the small conference championship games you win you're in you lose you probably don't even go to any uh sort of postseason tourney so those are always fun to watch then big 10 tournaments always one of our favorite events and we got we didn't get to watch it last year we watched what two games worth yeah indiana and nebraska played the last game um, i forget who played the other one i think it was i think minnesota was in it like they are every single year <laughs> feels like anymore you got some birdie bogey for me tonight i do and it's big 10 related so this was a perfect oh, perfect segment and cool it's not a um complex question by any means you I said think, i think you got a good chance before the show I feel like i gave you a good one that if i don't get it correctly you're going to be looking for a new co-host i might have so. to because we we focus on the big 10 heavily in this podcast and um so i want to know josh who leads in big 10 history who leads <laughs> with most career three-pointers made big 10 history yep and I should get this right. I think so. I'm going to punch you right in the Adam's apple. I don't even have Adam's a, apple. I don't even have a name that comes to my mind. Well, good, good thing is you got 57 minutes to think about this. So. Big Ten history. Most three-pointers ever. Okay. <laughs> Man. I got confidence in you, Jamin. You no. can do it. Birdie Bogies brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Get your veggies. Yep. Um, they also have their memberships going up right now, don't they? 
Yes, they do. Um, so go on their website, like Josh just read to you, and you can find more information about their memberships right now. A lot of exciting things going on. You know, it, it's getting warmer out, so so really stay tuned for um, some more up- updates coming from Noble Gnome. I, got, I know they got some exciting things in the pipeline coming out mm-hmm. soon. Get your veggies. Everyone needs their veggies. Yes, they do. What do you want to start with tonight there, Tanda Man? Well, let's start with... Uh, you know, let's start. Let's let's throw a curveball. Let's start with some NFL news that broke today. Yes, old JJ Watt. What's his real name again? I was just about to look that up because I was going to lead with that, and well, I forgot. JJ Watt made some news this morning. At first, from his Peloton account, it wasn't his Peloton? But he account. said, "I don't even own a bike." Which Jameis said, "Neither do I." <laughs> JJ, do you own a bike? I do not own That's a bike. Um, but anyways. It said Super Bowl 56, Green Bay, Cleveland, or Buffalo. So, uh, Twitter ran wild with that, thinking those are his three. For one, why did people think it was actually him? For one, it said KJ Watt. You're right, but it did have the check mark next to it. Two, why would he put a picture of himself in a te- in a uniform in a football uniform on his Peloton thing? I don't know. People are stupid. But it fooled a lot of people. Um, and then he, he comes out and he tweets, I don't even own a bike. And then, what, 30 minutes to not, an hour later? Yeah, not long after. He posts, posts himself doing a squat with the Arizona Cardinals shirt on. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, he is going to be signed. And get, or not officially signed yet, but will be a member of the Arizona Cardinals. Two-year, $31 million deal with 23 of it guaranteed. That's a pretty big deal for a guy that really hasn't been that healthy lately. And really wasn't that productive this past year. Um, he ended up with five sacks. He played all 16 games. He's missed, man, let's see, eight, 19, 22 games in the past five seasons. Um, he had five sacks this year, four sacks the year before. Did have 16 sacks in 2018, so he kind of bounced back then um, from playing only five games and having zero sacks. I don't know how much he has left in the tank. Maybe going to a potential Super Bowl contender will give him some juice. And you pair him with arguably the best pass rusher in the NFL right now, and no one even talks about him, and that's Chandler Jones. I mean, um, he only played five games this past year until he got hurt. But you look at his numbers. Uh, Since he's been to Arizona, 2016, 11 sacks, 17, 17 sacks. 18, 13 sacks. 2019, he had 19 sacks. No one's even talking about Chandler Jones because he plays in the desert. You're right. But you pair uh, J.J. Watt with him, that opens up space for Chandler Jones to operate as well as opening up space for J.J. Watt to operate. Got uh, got um, Simmons. Isaiah Simmons is yeah. in the defense. Buda Baker. Uh, Vince Joseph, defense coordinator out there. He's, he's getting some weapons. Mm-hmm. So it's that was a team that was 8-8 eight and eight last year, and they like, they like taking the ex-Texans. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins paired back up with him. Yep. Uh, Hop was wanting it ever since JJ got released, and he got yep. his wish. Yep. So uh, surprised me. I, 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 I mean, you know, I don't know if it made actual football sense, but I was thinking he was gonna go with his brothers to Pittsburgh mm-hmm. or Green Bay with the Wisconsin connection. But I didn't get the Buffalo connection at all. I think it was a good, good scheme fit. For him? fit. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's some defense coaches on that staff that has a good relationship with them i'm not sure i also saw tennessee which would make sense because vrabel was in houston for a while yeah um as was he defensive coordinator there as or linebackers coach i know he was linebackers coach um, i don't know if he but was at least jj was familiar with him is uh, romeo cornell anywhere i can't imagine he is now he was remember I was say, <laughs> jj's the, been coached by him like a million times well romeo was their interim mm-hmm. head coach this year mm-hmm. i can't imagine he's 
He's anxious. He was also the defense coordinator um, for a while. I don't blame J.J. for wanting out of Houston. No, everybody does. Lovey Smith would have been his uh, defensive coordinator. I forgot about that. Who hired his son, Miles. Gets that uh, gets that nepotism paycheck every week. Good for Miles. Yeah, it's um, but it's the first domino of the fall out of big mm-hmm. names. And we'll see. This, um, this offseason is going to bring a lot of fireworks, I think. Yeah, uh, the league new year starts when? March 17th, I believe. Sounds right. I keep getting my dates mixed up. I do, too. Um, They they have that kind of legal tampering period. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it's coming up here shortly. It is March 17th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Um, Teams may begin signing players or trading players. Um, Will we have a Deshaun Watson resolution by then? No. I I don't even know if we'll have it by the draft. I don't even know if we'll have it by the season. That's yeah. That's the I'm thing. starting to really think Houston's going to stand ground. And then what does Deshaun do? Does who gives in first is the thing. It's going to be ugly. It's already ugly yeah. in Houston. Let's be honest. But. And you, the problem is the longer Deshaun sits out and wait, and if Houston just stands ground, other teams are going to be like, "Well, we can't wait anymore. Right. We got to move forward with our plans." Yep. So a, a lot of teams are not going to be available when Houston wants to do something. Houston has very little leverage right now to begin with because Deshaun wants out, and he's made it publicly clear. It's been he hasn't changed his mind at all. Yep. So they have no leverage. They're just hoping multiple teams come and get into this bidding war. Who knows what even teams are interested in? I'm sure a lot of teams are interested in. Him. <laughs> I bet there's about 20 um, teams interested. There in should him. be 20 teams interested in him, but we haven't really heard a, a definite because we feared. Uh, the Jets, Dolphins, Broncos, Niners, but now you just don't hear much of all. How about uh, this Russell Wilson situation? What do you make of that? Uh, or do you make anything of it? I don't make anything of it at this point. We heard these exact same rumors last year at this time. Uh, I don't know if his time has ran up, ran out in um, Seattle. He hasn't demanded a trade or even asked for a trade, and, but these rumors have circulated for whatever reason. Pretty much just... Must have told his agent a list of four teams that he would play mm-hmm. for, which was an interesting list. Raiders, Jets, Bears, and Saints? Or yeah. And was Cowboys on that list too? I five? think it was the Saints because the Saints are the Saints I know the Saints mayor. were on there. Uh, the New Orleans mayor is trying to recruit yeah. him to New Orleans, and Breeze is still under contract. Yeah. Um, and then the Seattle mayor, did you see what she said? No. She said, we'll just steal the Pelicans from you and bring them to Seattle, too. <laughs> hey, if they can re- <laughs> they rebrand them by the Supersonics, I'm all for uh, it. Because I've said on this pod, if the Supersonics come back, that is my NBA team going forward. If they no, ever come I'll, back. I'll join you. Yes. I'll join you. Yes. I, I've watched a lot of uh, YouTube highlights of, like, Gary Payton and Sean Kemp and those guys. <laughs> it's got me pumped up yeah. for the resurgence someday. What was but the – it was Kevin Durant's rookie year. Yeah, is when they because uh, they drafted after their rookie year. Westbrook is Westbrook younger than Durant. Because uh, I feel like no. one what well, Durant played Durant on the Sonics. F- they're probably about the same age. I don't think Westbrook ever played for the Sonics. I think he was drafted by them, but then yes. they were the Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Durant came out his freshman year. I think Westbrook was a sophomore. Okay, um, so they're probably the same age, but. Yeah. It'll be but it'll be interesting to see where all these all these dominoes and chips fall. I'm excited. That first like two days of NFL free agency is nuts. Yeah. You you don't even hear rumors that just blank sudden, signs right, a five year yeah, deal. Right when the deadline yeah. hits. I remember um that year um back in twenty 
the year after the Broncos lost the, the Seahawks, Elway decided he needed to build defense. Hurt some guys he might go after, but um, Bird, the safety, was the big name. Didn't get him. All of a sudden, the deadline hits. It's TJ Ward, boom. Keep to lead, boom. Demarcus Ware, boom. It's like, holy cow. Like, yeah. I didn't even see any of these coming. Yep. It's just like one after another. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot like NBA free agency yep. in that aspect as well. Yep. Except NBA free agency, I feel like the players are already known where they're going to go for like three months and they all talk in inner circles <laughs> and everything. Say, they, they're going to talk at the all-star break here coming up. Hey, where are you playing next This year? weekend. Is it this weekend? Yeah. They're having everything Sunday. Dunk contest, three-point shootout, anything. game. What's, what's the point? I don't know. City of Atlanta's hosting it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. They got, yeah, they're coming up on a 10-day break, I believe they have, or not 10-day, but I think they have a break between March 5th through 10th. They're off. Okay. And then, so they're going to fit the game in. I mean, I mean, of course they need a break. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not, because the second half starts. Yeah. They just um, came out the second half schedule like a week or two ago. Why do they need a dunk? Who's going to be in attendance? Anyone? Are they allowing people in? I don't know, because the Atlanta mayor was real worried about people coming to Atlanta for sure. this event. I get it. So, I don't even know, like, the NFL draft, are they having it somewhere? Or is it virtual? Because wasn't it supposed um, to be in Cleveland this year? It was supposed to be in Vegas last year. Why do I think it was supposed to be in Cleveland this year? Uh, I don't know. I think it's Vegas next year. No. The NBA All-Star game was originally supposed to be in Indianapolis this year. 2021 NFL draft will take place in Cleveland. Yeah. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. Uh, Thursday, April 29th through Saturday, May 1st. Yeah. Well, I suppose... I don't know why they couldn't have it in person even if they don't have fans there. Right. I mean, you know? I feel like we know a lot more now, of course, oh, than we did yeah. this time last yeah. year or that time last yep. year. So I don't know why they yep. couldn't do that. Well, let's keep on the NFL topic going unless I'm going to I'm going to release my first mock draft. I'm very interested and very excited to see. Well, what my you mo- got. my mocks are going to change a lot over the next few weeks, I'm sure. Uh, I was looking back the other day at my mock, my first one last year and my first one the year before, they weren't even really that close to what it ended up being. So here we go. How many did you do last year? Three. No, okay. two last year, three the I'll year before. I'm going to try to do three okay. this year. So, And there are some names here I'm going to really butcher and struggle <laughs> pronouncing, but here we go. First pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars. No surprise. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback from Clemson. I think this is as set in stone as Andrew Luck was I in think Indianapolis. So. Probably the most since then. And I do I don't do trades on my mocks. If trades happen, awesome. You can't predict. I trades. don't like doing that stuff. Number two is the New York Jets. I have them going quarterback as well. Zach Wilson. I was gonna from say Brigham yeah, Zach Young Wilson. University. Interesting. Do you know he wasn't even named a captain at BYU? I did. I think that's an overrated thing anyway. Yeah. People are making a huge deal out of it. his teammates don't like him. Nah, it's not true at all. He looked good every time I watched him this year. He's really risen up the draft boards yeah. big time lately. He's a gamer. Number three, your Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Got them, got them, got, I have them getting, wow, that was going to be a really bad <laughs> grammatical sentence there. I have them getting maybe the best wide receiver in college football history, Devonta Smith. I like uh, Alabama. I like Devonta Smith. Give me Jamar Chase over. Yeah. Yeah. It could happen. I've, he, yeah. Uh, Jamar Chase. Didn't play this year. He opted out. Yes. But the numbers he put up as a sophomore uh, with Joe Burrow are almost as 
good. I think either way they need to go with one of those two. Absolutely. I don't think you can pass up Um, wide receiver. They could trade back and get Chase, possibly. The thing that concerns me about Devontae Smith is he's 175 pounds. There's not many success cases with wide receivers that are that small. Marvin Harrison's one exception. Um, But the dude finds himself open all the time, has great hands, good speed. So I'd be okay with it. Number four, I got the Atlanta Falcons choosing their uh, future QB of the franchise, Justin Fields, quarterback from Ohio State. Number five, I got the Cincinnati Bengals getting some protection for their quarterback. He needs it. In uh, Penae Sewell. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Penae Sewell, (laughs) offensive tackle from Oregon. Yeah. He was coming in to the season this past year. He was a projected maybe number one overall pick. You want to check our Facebook just in case we're getting any comments over there. I, I don't, will do I that. I doubt we are, but we might. And if you're watching on Facebook, please, if you got a comment about any of these selections, feel free to speak up, and, we, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it. Number six, the Philadelphia Eagles have them taking Jamar Chase, wide receiver from Louisiana State University. They need some receiver help, absolutely. I feel like they've needed receiver help for a while. Mm-hmm. Number seven, the Detroit Lions. It always seems like they're around seven, eight, or nine in the draft. Got them taking Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. He sit out this past season yep. as well. Opted out. One of the best linebackers in college football. I think he's the best linebacker in this draft class. And he can cover really well, too. Mm-hmm. So it kind of separates he, him from some he's others. He's kind of like Isaiah Simmons in yep. Arizona. Number eight, the Carolina Panthers. This might be a reach. But I really like this guy every time I watched him last year. That's Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida. I don't think that's a reach at all. I, I think he'll go in the top ten, absolutely. He's good. Um, he caught so many touchdowns from Kyle Trask. He can block, too. Yeah, he, he can line up at tight end spot. Yep. He can line him up outside. He's, He's a, a mismatch. Mismatch nightmare. In Carolina, just, I mean, Greg Olson was there for so long, it's hard to imagine them without a good tight end. Yeah, who was their tight end this year? They I don't, I don't, because Greg Olson wasn't there, so <laughs> they need one. Yep. Number nine, my Denver Broncos, they need defensive back help, and I think they get one in Patrick Sertan the third, cornerback, Alabama. His papa, former Miami Dolphin, yep. him and uh, Sam Madison formed a great duo there, multiple-time pro bowler. Uh, Pat Sertan, if he falls to nine, that's a steal. He's a superstar. I think there's a lot of good cornerbacks in this draft, mm-hmm. and I went corner right here, number 10 to the Dallas Cowboys, Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech, another guy who didn't play this past season, he used to be a wide receiver at Virginia Tech. That's how good he is. Mm. That, and that's how talented a football player is. He switched positions. Now he's a potential top 10 pick. Speaking of the Cowboys and uh, – the new league year, what are the Cowboys going to do with Dak Prescott? Tag him again. Again? They can tag him Yeah, again? you can tag him twice. Did not yeah, they'll that. tag him again, and then uh, they're going to have to get something figured out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows how his leg's doing, mm-hmm. all of that. So, Yep, they can tag him again. I think that's what's going to happen. So, Number 11, the New York Giants. I got them getting one of the speediest wide receivers in the game of college football, Jalen Waddle, wide yeah. receiver from Alabama. Good pick. Daniel Jones needs some help there. Yep, they're another one that needs a wide receiver. Number 12, San Francisco 49ers. This was a tough one. I could see them going in a lot of different directions. I mean, could they go quarterback here? Sure. I don't think they're quite sold on Jimmy G, but he just can't stay healthy. But I think they get some protection for Jimmy G. And a Big Ten guy here, Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle from Northwestern. It's the last time Northwestern's had a first-round pick. <sighs> That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Number 13, the Los Angeles Chargers. This is a really offensive line-heavy draft. 
It's a good offensive line, good receiver class as well. I have them getting Christian uh, Darisol, Dar- Darisol from Virginia Tech. Honestly, I say I've never heard of him. Who was that guy a few years ago that I uh, I loved? <laughs> he, he ended up going in like the fourth round. Yeah. Yandy. Yandy. Yandy yeah, something. Yeah. From West Virginia, maybe? Uh, yeah. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> Number 14, the Minnesota Vikings. The toughest name to pronounce in the first round. Let me see if I can do Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. Koromoa, yeah, linebacker from Notre Dame. Notre Dame boy, huh? Minnesota Vikings love Notre Dame boys. Harrison Smith, Smith Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph back in the day. Uh, they've had a few linemen on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball. He flies around the field. Um, he's one guy every time I watch Notre Dame, he was making plays. So, Number 15, the New England Patriots. Picking 15th. I think they get a quarterback. Yeah. Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Ooh, he's the wild card of this draft. He Only played one game at North Dakota State this past year. They just started their season, uh, I think, this past week. North Dakota State did. Obviously, he's not playing. Yeah, he played one game this um, year. Yeah, he was projected to be like the second quarterback taken, but you just don't have anything to scout this year. Uh, his year last year in 2019, he threw, wasn't it, zero interceptions? Yeah, like 30-plus <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. And there was that one time he was number one overall pick mm-hmm. in the mock drafts. So, uh, yeah, if New England doesn't go the free agency route, I think they get their quarterback of the future in the draft because it's not going to be Cam Newton. He's not coming back. Number 16, the Arizona Cardinals. They get cornerback help and J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina. Number 17, got the Las Vegas Raiders. Still weird to say that. Aziz. <laughs> Adjulare, I think is how you pronounce it. Linebacker, Georgia. One. There's some there's some hard ones to pronounce, but uh, real good talent. He was only going to be a junior. I think he was a Richard sophomore last year. Uh, another one that was one of the better linebackers in college football. Number 18, your Miami Dolphins again on the clock. Where would you like to see them? What, what position would you like to see them address if they go wide receiver at number three? I honestly wouldn't mind doubling up on a receiver. Yep. Wouldn't mind trading down and taking Rondell Moore specifically because of his explosiveness in the yep. slot. Need a running back as well. Don't like taking one in the first round, though, but I'd probably take Najee Harris. I'm going defense. <laughs> they also need linebacker out. I'm going Gregory uh, Rousa, I believe is how you pronounce his name. You should know he plays for the Hurricanes. <laughs> Miami, Florida, he's the edge rusher. Yes. They play that 3-4 in Miami. They kind of have a multiple uh, defense as well, but um, he could stand up, be your outside linebacker, put his hand on the ground, be a 3-4 D end. Number 19, the Washington football team. They were in the news today. It looks like they're going to release Alex Smith, mm-hmm. NFL Comeback Player of the Year, 36 years old. They need a quarterback. Mac Jones from Alabama. Mac Jones. Um, Tua, for some reason, said today that Mac is more mobile than Tom Brady. It's a low bar, though. Uh, I, I hadn't heard anyone compare Mac's mobility to Tom, or Me to Tom Brady, but uh, – Obviously, Tua's defending his backup from last year or two years ago. But That's five quarterbacks I got in the first round. you think it's yeah. too high or just right? Ooh, I would say just right. just right. You haven't even said Kyle Trask yet. I do not have him in the first round. So. I've seen him mocked in the first round. He's slower than Tom Brady. How about Sam Howell? North Carolina? Yeah, I don't know if he's first round. But I don't think he's eligible. No? No. Next. I saw somebody maybe maybe next year. Next, I saw next somebody year. on Twitter talking about him. Okay. Next next yeah, yeah I think maybe they're talking about next year. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Anyways, that, all right, number 20, Chicago Bear fans. Uh, Bears need a lot of different things. <laughs> I got them getting some offensive line help with Jalen Mayfield from Michigan. Number 21, Indianapolis Colts. Once again, I've seen mocks all over the place for the Colts. Some have them taking wide receiver. Some have them taking defensive help. They got a good offensive line, but I have them getting an offensive lineman. And Elijah uh, Vera Tucker, offensive lineman from the University of Southern California. They lost uh, Anthony Costanzo. Yep. Uh, they need a, need a replacement. And there's rumors that Quentin Nelson can move over to the tackle. Really? Man, I'd have a hard time moving him to tackle. He's such a superstar at guard. Don't want to screw that up. Yep. Number 22, the Tennessee Titans. Got him taking Zavin Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. I've seen him mock to the Dolphins as well at 18. Yep. Uh, he's a freak athletically. I think he's like 250 pounds, runs like a running back. Number 23, the New York Jets. I got them going offense again. I think they need a running back. Travis Etienne, running back from Clemson. Mm. He was Fast. your Heisman pick, I believe, last year. Like the past two years. Yeah. <laughs> so I got the Jets getting him and him and um, Zach Wilson. So Number 24, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Got them getting some offensive line help for Big Ben, who's like 106. Uh, Tevin Jenkins, offensive lineman from Oklahoma State. Marquise Pouncey, uh, retired, so they need somebody yep. to step in. Number 25, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're in this position via the trade with the Los Angeles Rams. Got them getting a safety, the first safety I have off the board. Uh, Trayvon uh, Morang, I believe how you pronounce his last name, safety from Texas Christian, TCU. Jacksonville has needs everywhere. Yes, they do. And they got a lot of cap space, mm-hmm. a lot of money this year to try yeah, to do something. That's the thing. We don't know what they're going to do in free agency. So yeah. it's just throwing stuff out a wall and hope it sticks. A lot of these teams. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe Mach 2.0 will have a better, a better read on that. Uh, number 26, Cleveland. Um, Quiddy Pay, Devin's lineman from Michigan. So even though Michigan was down, I got some Michigan guys going off the board. Number 27, Baltimore. I always like to go offensive line with Baltimore. I don't know why. Creed Humphrey, offensive lineman from Oklahoma. Seems like they take an offensive lineman every year. I know. <laughs> I, know. I know. Or linebacker. Yeah. Offensive lineman or linebacker. Number 28, New Orleans Saints. Don't think Drew Brees is going to be back, even though he did post a workout video all of a sudden. So that's kind of like, hmm. I don't know. So I don't know who's going to be their quarterback. But I think Rondell Moore goes from wearing gold and black to still wearing gold and black and goes to New Orleans Saints. Man, I hope he falls to their early second round. I want the Dolphins to jump on it. Even if he falls past the Saints, I think the team at 29 would get him in the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. They really need a wide receiver. I'm getting them a wide receiver. Kadarius Toney, wide receiver from Florida. So Aaron Rodgers needs help. Yeah. Last year they won Jordan Love in the first round. Yeah. Devontae Adams, obviously great, but not many – other weapons. Aaron Jones looks like he's going to leave in free agency. Yep. Um, they need some help offensively for him. Yep. Oh, A.A. Ron. Number 30, the Buffalo Bills. I got them getting some defense. And Joseph Asai, linebacker from Texas. 31, your AFC champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Got them going, getting some O-line help. We saw yeah. how beat up their offensive they line got some. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. They need some with uh, Patrick Mahomes running for his life there against Tampa Bay. Jackson Carmen. Offensive lineman from Clemson. Only second Clemson guy I got going off the mm-hmm. board. But last year they had like a million. So. Yeah. And 32-year new Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have them also going with offensive line. I told you it was a lot of offensive linemen. Josh Myers, offensive lineman from the Ohio State. 
It's never bad to get uh, Tom Brady some offensive line help. They mm-hmm. are. It looks like going to lose Chris Godwin in free agency, but they have Mike Evans and Antonio Brown still. Yep. I believe Brown's still going to be there. But yeah. It's a good mock there, too. Thank you. Dog. Mock one of three. This episode of the Tan and J-Man Show is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou. It focuses on freshness and quality. The Damn Smoke is here every single weekend and features barbecues and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Take in the fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. As I was doing that read, a Big Ten basketball player popped into my head, and I think I know the answer. Uh, <laughs> how, how did that pop into your head? I have no idea. But this fella... If I remember, I don't know if he is the guy, but I feel like if I say it, you're going to say, that's a good guess, regardless, even if I get it wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm talking myself out of it. But This episode is also brought to, you, brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. It is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer. Built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available in the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find them at circle15golf.com. Glove fits perfectly. Beautiful case. No excuse to have dry, crusty (laughs) golf gloves anymore. Yes. I saw their picture on Instagram of the dry, crusty glove. Disgusting. Yeah, so get one of these yep. at the yep. Glove Hub. It will um, give your golf glove a lifespan that will last three times longer. So, On this day in 1903. Oh, just a few years ago. The Major League Baseball Rules Committee ruled that pitcher's mound must not be more than 15 inches higher than the baseline or home plate. What was it before then? I do not know, and I think they've even lowered it since then because people, they just couldn't hit back then. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Randy Johnson standing on that thing? <laughs> Six foot ten. Man, that ball's on top of you. you think. Th- those guys were throwing like 60 miles an hour back then anyway because you see Babe Ruth trying to hit Randy Johnson. I mean, John Crook had tough enough time in the All-Star <laughs> game. I know. <laughs> Let's see. Um, on this day in 1941, former University of Notre Dame star fullback Elmer Layden is named first commissioner of the NFL. Interesting. Did not know that. Elmer. Not Elmer Fudd. Nope. Elmer Layden. 1942, Major League Baseball owners decide not to allow players in the military to play for their clubs went on military furlough so they were not allowed to come back for a few weeks and play makes sense in 1947 cleveland indians owner bill veck sets up spring training camp in racially tolerant phoenix arizona in anticipation of signing team's first black players larry doby is the first acquisition later in the season 1949, former world heavyweight boxing champ Joe Lewis, we've heard of him, retires with a 66-3 record, including 52 knockouts. He defended the title a record 25 times. Okay. A lot of, uh, we have a little, some Olympics here. Yeah, probably winter, winter Olympics. 
don't usually. That'd be a late winter Olympics. I was going to say. 1967, MLB Commissioner William Eckert approves the Baseball Writers Association of America's plan to name a Cy Young Award recipient in both the National and American League. On this day in 1969, New York Yankees legend Mickey Mantle announced his retirement after an 18-year career. I knew it was in the 60s. I couldn't tell you it was 69, though. A lot of cricket. <laughs> hey, you're supposed to brush up on your <laughs> cricket rules and knowledge. 1976 PGA Tour PGA Tournament Players Champion. At the uh, Inverary Country Club, who won? 76. I'll just go Nicholas. That's a pretty good guess. Get it right? Yes. All right. <laughs> 1977, PGA of America announces a sudden, sudden death playoff format for the PGA Championship to be implemented. Still do that. An 18-hole playoff applied. They, they, they still do that for the U.S. Open. Really? Yeah, and the last one to do that, I believe, was Tiger against Rocco Mediate in 08 when Tiger was playing on a torn ACL, and they went the next day, but not only did they go 18 holes, they went a few holes past that because they were still tied. Hmm. It was a just a classic, and uh, prayers up, of course, Tiger Woods and, and his family and, and friends, of course, after his accident last week. That was pretty cool. They all wore red yesterday. Yeah, wore red and the black hats, and he actually finally broke his silence and tweeted out uh, Touching that was to see everybody. Yeah. Even even Mickelson, Mickelson had to admit on the senior because he played the senior tour this weekend. He had to go buy himself a red polo because he didn't <laughs> own one. Uh, Tiger's lucky to be alive. Oh uh, yeah, that was. Uh, he was on his way to play some golf with Drew Brees and some other people for hmm. a TV show they're coming out with the day before. He played with Dwayne Wade and, and David Spade. I saw the David Spade um, and Dwayne Wade. So and he was running late. And where he got in a wreck, they said wrecks happen all the all time, the time. Yep. on that that road. 1985, Milwaukee businessman Herb Cole purchases the NBA's Milwaukee Bucks for $18 million. I assume that's what the Cole Center is uh, oh, named after. Is it spelled the same? Yep, K-O- K-O-H-L. Now, yeah, now the Bucks play at the Pfizer Forum. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Nope, don't like that one. Nope, don't like that one either. Not a whole lot of good ones here in the 90s. 1993, New York Yankees owner George Steinbrenner is reinstated as general partner of the team. He was banned because of his relationship with convicted gambler Howie Spear. He wasn't a good guy. <laughs> he, was, no. he had a lot of uh, a lot of shadiness and just a mean guy. Um, successful owner, but yeah. Yeah, he wasn't the greatest fella in the world. No. I have a book on him that, oh, man. I'm going to have to read that book. I want to hear some uh I'll have to find it. I think some I stories. got it somewhere. Yeah, it's been a long time. I bought it a long time ago. All the way to 2016 here, MLB commissioner and known uh, worthless uh, commissioner. <laughs> Rob Manfred sends a strong mes- message on the issue of domestic violence. He issued a 30-game suspension to New York Yankees closer or all this Chapman. Has he been the commissioner that long already? 2013, maybe. Wow, Seeley been out that long. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, I was wrong. 2015. Still, still six I, years. I, I still wouldn't have guessed that. It feels like three. No. Only about four months of that was a success. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's uh, on this day brought to us by? On this day is brought to you by Proforma Print House. 
If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company. Give them a call today at 574-210-3815. A little local uh, on this day here. Ray Davis put on Facebook that yesterday, 41 years ago, uh, Warsaw Girls won the first basketball state championship. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and it, this past weekend was the state finals, and Pioneer, who's kind of close to where we are, they, they won mm-hmm. by a point. They're, so, they're good at they, they are, they're, they've turned into a pretty good athletic school. Yes, sir. So. Hoops! It's March. It is March. Your, your, your boy, John Rothstein, Steen, uh, Stein, whatever. Okay. He took a dark turn. He was tweeting every hour yesterday. Five oh. hours left. Four hours left. Three hours left. He was just waiting to tweet like, it's finally March. We sleep in May. He always, every month... Every day he tweets, this is only November. This is only December. This is only January. I'm just waiting for This is only February 20, 28th, 11.59. Like, come else, on, man. man. He, uh, His he, shtick is getting old. He lives and breathes college basketball. I'll give him that. He loves it. Yeah. And he's very knowledgeable. Yes, he is. But it's just annoying. See, How many top 10 teams lost this past week? A lot. I mean, we had Illinois lose two tonight. They moved up a spot. After going two and one this week, they lost and they moved up a spot. He had Alabama lose to Arkansas. Baylor. They had Baylor lose to Kansas. I saw that one coming. Yeah, they had been out of action Allen. for a while. Yeah, and they hadn't played in a while. Um, Ohio State lost twice. Ohio State lost twice. Called it. You did. Good call. Um, are who we thought they were. I still think. Did I have them losing twice too, or did I have them beating Michigan State? You had them beating Sparty. I think I switched. You it. had Sparty beating your boys though, which yes. you're right. I did not. Um. Oklahoma lost twice, including to a yeah. horrendous Kansas State team. Yeah, Brucey. Um, and then at home to Oklahoma State on Saturday. Oklahoma State's really good. They need Cunningham in that um, tournament. It's just a crazy week. I mean, all these top ten teams lose, and now seed seedings are up for grabs. Sure. Especially at that two-seed line. Yep. Um, but another fun week of hoops. Yeah, it uh, was another kind of wild, unpredictable week around mm-hmm. the Big Ten. Now we enter the final week of the regular season. It seems like it just started. It's hard to believe we're here already. Yeah, um, but we're here. Um, we got a game tonight, Rutgers and Nebraska. I'll be sure to tune um, into that one. Well, let's go. Rutgers should smash him now. Nebraska's best player is off the team. I don't know if he quit or got kicked off. I don't know. He'd been suspended earlier in the year, just a few weeks ago, actually. Well, he went for 41 points last week and then only played 10 minutes over the weekend. He went for 41. Then they played at Illinois on Thursday, and Trent Frazier, who's four inches shorter and like 30 pounds lighter, held him to six points. I don't know. Then he played 10 minutes this weekend. And then he played 10 minutes against uh, Minnesota, though they beat Minnesota without yeah. him. Um yeah, uh, I don't know what happened, but it's not going well for old Hoiberg. No, it's – I wonder if he's like, oh, what did I get myself into? Because it's, it, it's going to take a while, but yeah. I don't know if he ever gets it done there. It was a very tough rebuild because uh, Tim Miles had a decent program, yep. uh, but they just lost everyone. He pretty much had to start from scratch. And he yep. had to start from scratch again this year because a lot of players left. We got a lot of good matchups, though. You said a lot of seedings up for grabs, seedings up for grabs, not only in the NCAA tournament, but also mm-hmm. the Big Ten tournament. I believe the – Top two seeds are, are they locked? set. Um, 
I I don't think Michigan's actually locked in to that one seed, but I know Illinois will either get the two or the one. Michigan plays three times this week. So maybe, I mean, they'd have to lose all three of them. I got Illinois and Michigan State twice. They could lose all three of them, mm-hmm. depending on if Io's back or not. Um, but still highly unlikely. Um, but, I mean, those double buys, I mean, I think Iowa's going to get a double buy now. Now that final one's between Purdue and Ohio State. And right? Iowa, Purdue could still get over Iowa. Really? If they win both. Um, if Iowa loses, uh, they might have they to have lose Nebraska. Them. Yeah, they might have to lose Nebraska and both Wisconsin, I think, because they only play. They have once. to play Wisconsin. Yeah, they play Wisconsin at home. Nebraska's up sixteen to nine early. Wow. In that one. Well, well, Rutgers well. can't afford to lose it. Yeah, they gotta be one of the more disappointing teams of the yeah. conference. I think they're gonna be in the tournament. Yeah, they are, but um, they're not near as good as they were last year. No, and yeah, Iowa does have Wisconsin. Yeah, they're disappointing. Is there any other team? Michigan State is disappointing. I'd say Indiana is disappointing. Indiana's absolutely, they should have been better than they are. Um, yeah, I think I Iowa struggled there for a while. Illinois struggled there early January, but now they've won nine of ten games. Um, now Iowa's getting hot again as well. So they can kind score of, with the best of them when they get going. Yeah, kind of right back in it. Michigan's. I, I had them finishing third in the Big Ten. You kind of like, oh, they're I think I had them like seventh. Six yeah. or seventh. I'll have um, look, we'll have to look back on that next week to see good. exactly. Jawan Howard knows what he's doing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he stays there. You I know? think the NBA that's, that's is what, that's the spot what I was saying. where he – and yeah. th- there were rumors this past year that he was yeah. going to head to the NBA, which that could – who knows if they'll just rehire Beeline. <laughs> kind of makes yeah. sense. Everybody's bringing up his name. I mean – he might want. To be, he's sixty-eight years old. If you're gonna bring yeah. him back, it's only gonna be for four years. Have someone sit you behind know? him. Um, as kind of the kind of like Painter did. Yeah. Katie's last year or last two years. Um, last year was it just his last yep. year? Uh, you don't see that too often no. in today's sports, though. Gives so. you a big advantage, though. You can go out and recruit. Huge, yeah, absolutely, and make um, start relationships with yep. these people. So, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Well, I don't know if Beeline will pop up back up or not. I don't know. I, it's hard telling. Like, because I thought he got out of it to go to the pros because he was tired of all the cheating going on. College mm-hmm. basketball. Well, that hadn't changed. There's still a bunch of cheating. Oh, There's yeah, always got to be cheating. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know how programs feel about hiring a 68 year head coach. I'm gonna bring this thing up on my phone that our good friend Evan Webb sent us. I think it was on Friday. It's a Big Ten seeding. Prediction uh, thing. Prediction website, so then we can see where we're going to have these predict guys games. at the end of the year. Yeah, we'd have to predict games. If it, I can find it. It was <laughs> early Friday. It's coming up We here. text a lot as a group. Yes, we do. It's coming up. Hurry up. Here it is. Good job, Jim. Thank you. So, tonight we have Rutgers and Nebraska. I'm still taking Rutgers. We're going to have to go one at a time. Yeah, aren't we? Yeah, that's right. yeah, I just realized that. You're taking Rutgers. Okay, Michigan and Illinois. Don't know if Iowa's playing, so I'm going to play it safe and take Michigan. Okay. Uh, Purdue, Wisconsin. Take Purdue at home. I just I think they're a better team in Wisconsin. Michigan State, Indiana. Could take Sparty. I think they're playing better lately. They are playing a lot better lately, even though they lost yesterday to Maryland. I just think Indiana's a lost cause right now. I agree. Maryland at Northwestern. Maryland. Penn St- or Minnesota at Penn State. I'm going to take Nittany Lions here. I think um, Minnesota's done. They're Richard, hurt. They're banged up. Richard Patino is fire. I think you might be right. He They have face planted. I think you might be right. 
Um, Iowa, Nebraska. I assume you're taking yeah. Iowa. Michigan, Michigan State. It's in Michigan. Take a Michigan in this one. Rutgers, Minnesota in Minnesota. You can take a Rutgers. I, I just don't. I think this Minnesota team's done. Stick a fork in them. Illinois at Ohio State. Once again, don't know if Iowa's going to play, but even without them, I think Illinois gets it done. I like it. I just – something about this Ohio State team's giving me the wrong vibes. Yeah. Purdue, Indiana. I'm taking the Boilers. It's been 1,800 and I think <laughs> – 36 days now and i'm hoping that continues if they win over them saturday it's gonna be over 2000 by the time they play next 2000 days by the time they play next year you know all your picks so far are exactly what i was gonna pick all right hopefully i keep it going um wisconsin at iowa iowa yeah me too penn state at maryland maryland me too michigan at michigan state probably different than here i'm taking sparty in an upset i was gonna take sparty (laughs) I, Um, i just i think it's tough to be a team twice, especially same week. And uh, yeah, Sparty's. I hate it. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. But they're going to get in the tournament. I'm going with the exact same picks. Yeah, that makes it easy. Uh, Nebraska Northwestern. Who cares? Um, at Northwestern, I'll actually give Northwestern a bone, and they finally win a game for the first time in a while. We've just picked the exact same. Great minds think alike. Calculate seeds here. We have your number one seeded Michigan Wolverines. Yep. Your number two seeded Illinois fighting Illini. Three seed Iowa. Four seed Purdue. That's wild to me. <laughs> Crazy. I, mean, I had them ninth in the preseason, yeah. and after they lost to Miami, I'm like, this season's done. I had them ninth, too. Matt Painter knows what he's doing. Yeah, man. he does. Ohio State, five. Yep. Rutgers, six. Uh, they defeat Maryland because of the winning percentage. Maryland's a dangerous Purdue, seven. Actually. Maryland at seven. Man. Wisconsin finishing ten and ten. Redguard could be on. Uh, yeah, well, I think he's okay. Not this year, but maybe next year. Though they did just win the Big Ten championship, although worst Big Ten champ I've ever seen in my entire life. Michigan State nine. That might be the most scary nine seed in Big Ten tournament history, though. Just because you know they got talent, they are playing better. All Michigan sudden. State, Wisconsin are the nine eight game <laughs> in our scenario. Um, I'd want Wisconsin <laughs> over Michigan State any day of the week. Uh, Indiana ten. I don't know if Archie can survive seven and twelve. It's going to be interesting because if they fire him, they got to make sure they can get their one or one or or their A or B choice. Because mm-hmm. if they go swinging like they did last time, and I mean, in coaching searches, we never know who's alternate. You know, option three or four or C or D or whatever, or however you want to categorize it. But I just got a feeling they're going to swing and miss at somebody big, and then they got to fall back. But if they do fire him, I think the first guy in in uh, I'm trying not to, you know, I'm trying to push my hatreds aside. The guy they need to call is Scott Drew down at Baylor. I was just about to say I heard Scott Drew's name. He's getting um, brought up a lot. Yeah, which he's a obviously much yep. better basketball coach than Archie Miller is. Has experience at the big-time conference level, a wide range of experience. He's got a pretty made at Baylor, so it would be interesting to see if he wants to leave, but – I've What's I've it? also the guy I haven't even heard his name, but the guy I'd call is Nate Oates. As I haven't well. heard his name um, either. He plays a fun brand of I basketball. I still think the one that makes sense because they don't. When's the last time Indiana's got one of their own? I don't know if they have. I mean, Dockage doesn't count. I mean, we're talking about a program after. Why night. do you need one of your own though? Is the thing. It just seems to work out a lot of times for guys. I mean, it's, it's worked for Howard, worked for Painter. Yeah, I wasn't caught just in the Big Ten. I was trying to think overall, but. I just think Dane Five makes a lot of sense. I think he'd be a disaster. I mean, 
When's the last time he was a head coach? Decade ago? Oh, yeah. But, he, I mean, he has, he has learned from one of the best. Yeah, I mean. I mean, he's waiting for something. They'd be able to sell it to him, or they'd be able to sell him to the fan base because yes. everyone knows him yeah. already. Still, I don't know how happy um, the fan base heck, would be, but maybe they would take it over Alford at this point. That's half the battle anymore, selling it to the fan yeah. base, because the fan base is up in arms. And They're like, going to oh, want Brad Stevens. Yeah, it's he's not, not going to happen. Even if he gets fired by the Celtics, you're going to have 10 other teams in the NBA that want him. That's yeah. how respected he is in the NBA. Yeah. So maybe Bailey Donovan's not happening now. Coach K retires or Roy Williams yeah. retires. Then he's going to Duke or North Carolina. If he wants out of the NBA. Or Coach Cal wants to leave finally. Yeah. It, Kentucky. But, but, like, look at Indiana. After night, they had Davis. You know, they got mm-hmm. the championship note, too. But then they fire him a few years later. Sampson, I think, was going to be good, but he screwed yes. up. I mean, you look what he's doing at Houston. But he screwed up by cheating. Then they got Crean, and Crean couldn't get him past Sweet 16, but he won a couple Big Ten titles. Then they've got Archie, and he's been a disaster. I mean, that's four head coaches mm-hmm. in the span of the last 20 years. Yeah. Illinois done For a program too. that, you know, still views themselves <laughs> as a blue blood. They haven't been a blue blood in a long time. 80, early 90s maybe. I was going to say 87, but after you win your fifth and yeah. that kind of lingers. But it's just, it just wild to me. I mean, I'm very lucky my program's had two head coaches in 40 years. Yeah. That doesn't happen. So We have Penn State at 11, Minnesota at 12, <laughs> Northwestern at 13. Nebraska 14. Nebraska at 14 at 2 and 17. Interesting. I think I did have – I had Northwestern at 12 in our preseason. I think 13 was Penn State and 14 was Nebraska, I believe. This will be the J-Man's book of prediction of the week. I think – we haven't heard anything about Io DeSumo. Um, if he plays tomorrow, I still think Michigan probably wins, but that thing's a dog fight and will be decided by less than five points. Um, now, remember, he had that knee injury last year. They're going into Penn State, and the day before, Brad Underwood says, yeah, he's just day-to-day right now. He ends up playing. Brad Underwood said he's day-to-day right now, so who knows. At this point, though, get a mask on him. It's a they, He's fitted for a mask. Nope. It's a little different this year, though, because you're in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Now you're just fighting for seed. Ding. Um, where last year you're still kind of fighting for it. You're NCAA all going tournament. to the same location. It's just sure. what gym are you um, going to play? I'd almost be hard pressed to even use him this week. Just wait till the NCAA or wait to the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. Although I want him to get his feet wet before then. But with that said, I do think the winner of the Illinois Ohio State game on Saturday gets that final number one seed in the NCAA tournament. I believe in Illinois a lot more as a one seed than I do Ohio State. I do too at this point. Ohio State popped them in the mouth early in Champaign, and Illinois couldn't recover, and they end up losing. I think Illinois beats them though this year. They might even beat them without Io, as mm-hmm. you said. Um, I've been. I think Io's absence has been huge for this team. Just knowing other guys can step up and do this. Andre Curbelo, Adam Miller, Demonte Williams can step up. Kofi's been a beast all year. Um, it could be. His injury has helped the development of this season so much. Um, so I just think the winner of that um, gets that final number one seed. That is the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week, brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. He has a brand-new app. Sharp-looking app. Yep. Um, that you can use to uh, sign up or get him to be your insurance uh, 
agent. Yeah, go check out his Facebook page and his mm-hmm. Twitter, and he's got a link on there that will take you to the app. And then you can save it to your home screen, and it opens up and shows you all kinds of stuff. It's pretty pretty neat and slick yeah. looking. So easy to use. Get some insurance. <laughs> Spring training is underway. Game started yesterday. Uh, not a whole lot of news yet. Before you get it, do you have word association this week? Oh, shoot. I completely forgot about word association. <laughs> Wanted to make sure we got my that apologies. in Apologies. Don't look at my screen. Uh, nope. I can't. I can't read it. I completely so. forgot about word association. I got gotcha. you. Um, Drew Brees. Um, goat. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, goat at Purdue, I was thinking. But, yeah, he caught me off guard there. Vinny Sutherland. Speedy. Well, these, these are good ones. John Stanford. Reliable. Stu Schweiger. Uh, dive uh, diving he made a lot of diving interceptions i don't know like yeah if, if you don't say what i think you're gonna say for this next one i'm gonna be very disappointed kyle orton neck beard there you go taylor stubblefield boiler up sean phillips sack <laughs> sack leader he was a beast bernard pollard smash hard hitter man tom brady's acl <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good one. Yeah, man, he pollard with something else. Curtis Painter. Overrated. Corey Sheets. Underrated. Yeah. Keith Smith. Solid. That guy. He was good. He was huh? good. He was he NCAA screwed that guy off a sixth mm-hmm. year. Ryan Kerrigan. Superman. Ricardo Allen. Rico. Rico Island. He He knows he's free agent. Yes, I saw they yeah. released him. Anthony Brown. Drop. <laughs> drop the pick. McDonald's. In the, in the, drop the pick in the 2014 bucket game. That thing would have clinched. I think it's 14, 13. I saw him eating at McDonald's the next Monday just chilling there. I'm like, what's he supposed to do? I know. I want to like, catch the ball. I'm like, we suck. We, we won like two games. Justin Sins. Months, buddy. Bear hug. <laughs> <laughs> People aren't going to understand uh, that at no. all. Inside joke. There. Good good list. I didn't see that list coming. Wanted to do a Purdue football. Yeah, one. that was good. That was good. I, I enjoy the word association. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's listening out there, if we're always open to more sponsors. If you have a business or organization or and you want to get some cheap advertising, let Josh and I know, and we can plug you right in there to sponsor the word association yes, every week. It's a fun little, little segment we do every single week. As I said, um, spring training. spring training is underway. Uh, Mitch Melton here, real quick, mm-hmm. has a question. What are your thoughts of uh, Loyola being ranked the way they are for who they've played? Um, he's watched them a few games, not nearly as impressed as several Big Ten teams that are not ranked. No, they got a good record. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're as good as the team that made the Cinderella run. I think they're better. A couple of years ago, do you do? I've you watched know? them. That defense is smothered. I haven't watched them, though, So besides highlights, and I'm saying that off highlights. But, again, schedule's not but great. I, I wouldn't want to be any team outside the Big mm. Ten run into a Big Ten team this year. I'd no. be scared of every single one because they're all good and they've all beat up on each other. I think a lot of them have potential to make the Final Four, but I also could see where none of them make the Final right. Four. So I think the Big Ten is going to do some damage, though, in March. Yeah. I, I do. Uh, Loyola's rank, they're like 10th in the net ranking. Yeah, they're right getting. Now. Um, they, they might end up being like a single digit seed. But we could see somebody else win that conference tournament. And that'd be a bid steal because I think yep. Loyola's uh, going to be an at large. So, and, and real quick before you hit on spring training for a minute. 
a lot of people are wondering how's COVID going to affect NCAA tournament. Well, you can have a person get COVID and be out for tournament, but that doesn't mean your team's out. Right. As long as you have at least five people, you can technically play. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I mean, you'd be um, a disadvantage. The, is it the Tuesday before the tournament? That's the last day for teams to withdraw. Yes. If, like, they have an outbreak or something, yep. the team they're supposed to play just moves forward to the next round, I believe. They don't get a replacement. Well, the, no, the first four teams that are out of the tournament, the last four, will, can come in. I thought that was just um, for if they – pull out of the tournament before before that tuesday you mean yes oh okay i um, I, didn't. I i could be wrong no but that's you're the probably right because they said yeah i don't i don't know i'd have to read up on it because the first, we'll talk about the next first week, four rounds on thursday this year first rounds on friday saturday second that. rounds on sunday monday I hate it that's so stupid why what's the why yeah no i do that's so stupid. No idea. Because you know Illinois is going to get slotted in that second round on that Monday, right, Derry? Yeah. Middle of the day. Yeah, I'm not going to be on the show. Are you kidding me? Or, no, the middle of your work day. That's what I was getting at. Not the I'm show. taking the day off. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if they're playing, yeah, I'm taking it off. Take one of your PTO Problem days. is, I won't, I won't know if they're going to be playing by the time like Friday rolls around. Yeah. So I'm just going to have to take it off anyway and hate myself if they lose the 15 seed. Yeah. <sighs> but. Spring training's underway, as I said. Yeah, sorry. I, I don't know why yeah. we're even talking about it. No, Nothing's we got happened. like a minute. Uh, Trey Mancini came back. He missed all of last year due to colon cancer, um, and that was even announced before COVID outbreak. So it was really cool to see him fight his way back through chemo and all that, and he's now playing back with the Orioles, and he got a hit in his first um, plate appearance. Cactus League games are only going to be seven innings this year, which I'm very much appreciative of because I can only stomach like three or four innings yeah. in a spring training game anyway. And um, so, are they are they good. allowing fans out in Arizona? I know yeah. Florida is. Yeah, Cubs actually had their first game today. Um, it was in I think it's it was in Surprise, Arizona. They played the Padres. There's a place um, called Surprise, Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had fans in the stands. It was only maybe 2,500, but still better than a bunch of Cubs fans. I know Aaron Judge said it was great to hear that crowd cheer. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure the players are loving it yep. so far. Uh, Javi Baez said before spring training started that playing with no fans last year was worse than trying to hit in the backfields in Arizona at spring training. It was just awful for him, and that's why I didn't play well. Athletes got to have fans there, man. Have fans to. make sports. Especially a guy like Javi who feeds off that yeah. energy um, as well. Yeah. So. Yep. yep. Hit, me, hit me with that. Uh, hit me with the birdie, yeah, birdie bogey. Big Ten's one of the things we cover in detail the most on this podcast. Everybody that listens or watches every week knows that. But I want to know who's made the most career three-point field goals in Big Ten history. <sighs> the guy that popped it in my head. <laughs> and I hope I'm right. But it is Johnny Diebler. He got it. Give yourself a birdie. I did. I, he wasn't on my radar, and I was, in, I was reading the damn smoke line. And John Diebler. <laughs> that's a new that's a new inside joke on the show now so. i'm coming back there t-dog i'm now three over i still got a three stroke lead so but I'm chipping away illinois highest in school history is eighth on the big 10 history who, who was it mckamey i want to say i'm gonna probably butcher it. bradford oh that would make sense he yeah. had he had the record for most consecutive games making a three until Bradford. this year, I think. Trent Frazier's fourth all-time in school history in threes. So. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, Produces Carson Edwards. He was most in school I, history in three years. I, I almost thought about saying Edward going, yeah. he's only De- Deebler, man, he's a yeah. sharp shooter. It, it, it just popped into my head like, this dude hit so many of these. I knew you'd be mad if you got yeah. yourself you got that one wrong. I can't believe I got one right. Yep. Yep. Wrap us up there, J-Man. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show on the ISC Sports Network and ISC Sports Network app, as well as their Facebook and Twitter page. That was a fun episode. Yeah, it was. Next week, we will recap, not recap, but we will preview the Big Ten Tournament, one of our favorite events of the year, if not our favorite. In awards, we'll probably know during the show who won what. Yeah, it'll probably be announced yeah. on that Monday. Have a great rest of the week, everybody. We will be back at it. Same bat time, same bat channel. Have a great week, everybody.